0: Hello, beautiful people. This is yours truly, Jen Mill, and I'm back with another motivational message. Let us pray. Most holy and loving Father, thank you for this day. I come asking that you would forgive us of our sins. I pray that you would heal the sick, strengthen the weak, and bring comfort to those in despair. Father, show us how to be patient and learn to wait calmly on you to answer our prayers. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Today, I would like to direct your attention to the book of Isaiah, chapter 40, verses 28 through 31. And from the King James Version of the Bible, you will find these words. Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard? that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, They shall mount up with wings as eagles, they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Today's motivational message is entitled, Wait Calmly on the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, Isaiah chapter 40 verses 28 through 31 is a dearly loved and widely known passage of scripture that happens to be one of my absolute favorite. Those four verses convey a very powerful, profound and poignant message. The Israelites were besieged by King Nebuchadnezzar and taken into exile from their native land of Jerusalem to the strange land of Babylon for 70 years. Due to the fact that their lives were disrupted and they were uprooted and faced with tough times for such a long time, it raised a lot of doubt in their minds. They felt dejected, disconcerted, disfavored, disappointed, discontented, disheartened, and they felt like God appeared to be disinterested in their very difficult situation and that he was disregarding their cries for help. They felt deserted and totally forgotten about. They simply wondered where God was when they needed him like never before. But if we go back to Isaiah chapter 40 verses 1 and 2, it tells us that God sent the prophet Isaiah to comfort his people and speak tenderly to Jerusalem. He didn't want Isaiah to fuss at his people. He wanted him to instill courage in his people in the midst of their discouragement. He wanted him to calm his people down and ease their minds. He wanted Isaiah to give them hope and lift their spirits in the midst of their dispirit and try to relieve them from their feelings of discomfort. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, Girls and boys, God wanted Isaiah to let the people know that trouble don't last always and that weeping may endure for a night, but in the morning, everything will be all right. But we must keep in mind with the Lord, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day. Beloved, the Lord is with us through all times and at all times. So never ever think that God has abandoned you and left you up the creek without a powder. You must trust God even when you can't trace him. You must trust him even when you don't understand why he doesn't come to your rescue when you feel he should or when you feel you need him the most. Regardless of what you're going through in your lives, always remember that the Lord sees all and he hears all, and that nothing goes unseen, unheard, and undetected with him. The Lord never slumbers, nor does he sleep. He never gets weak or weary, and you and I will never ever be able to come to understand the way the Lord operates because he moves in mysterious ways. But we can find comfort courage and confident in knowing that God is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations. And there is absolutely positively no end to his resources, his love, his compassion, his strength, his power, his endurance and his goodness. The Lord is able to supply all of our needs all across the country and around the globe all at the same time. I realize the valleys get real, real low. The mountains get harder to climb. The roads get rough. The times get tough and life's journey can be very tedious from time to time. But just think about how God helped you before. If he helped you before, he'll help you some more. If he helped you, then he'll help you again and again. God has been in the business of helping his children since the beginning of time. Think about it. If God has taken care of you all of your life, why on earth would he abandon you now? If you go back to Isaiah chapter 40, verses four and five, it tells us every valley shall be exalted and every mountain and hill shall be made low and the crooked shall be made straight and the rough places plain, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. it. Those are very powerful and relevant words that assures that our expectations will be fulfilled if it's in God's will, and anything hindering deliverance will be removed in the mighty, miraculous name of Jesus the Christ of Nazareth. Isaiah chapter 40, verses 29 and 30 tells us that he giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might, which means to them that have no power, no energy, or no intensity, the Lord will increase their strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. Ladies and gentlemen, Girls and boys, we're all susceptible to getting exhausted from the youngest to the oldest, even the strongest of the strong and those who are in the best physical shape, because we're all human and we can't continue to go on and on and on and on and exert ourselves excessively without getting burnt out or even falling helpless in some cases. Even professional athletes and bodybuilders in tip-top condition, who overtrain with intense workouts and pushes themselves to the limit, their muscles will get weak and painful, and they begin to experience other signs and symptoms of overtraining. They become weak and weary because their strength is limited, and they have to allow their bodies time to rest and recover. I actually had a trainer to tell me once that the best bodybuilders and athletes know that training smarter will get you farther than always trying to train harder and that the happy medium for a better result is between under-training and over-training. The Bible has lots of verses about finding strength through God's power and encouraging our faith during tough times. And when I read any of those verses, it put me in the mind of my father. When I was a child, in my eyes, I didn't think anybody was stronger than my father. To me, he was Hercules. He was the epitome of strength. If I could describe him in one word, it would be strong. If I could describe him in a phrase, it would be a man of tremendous strength. My father had a deep and strong voice, and he wasn't afraid to speak the truth. He always faced adversity with courage and a tenacious spirit. He was a hard worker, and in my child's mind, he seemed to have unstoppable energy. He was always on the go. He never slowed down, and he never seemed to get tired. He was very active and unwearied. In my child's mind, he was hard as nails, and he seemed to be made of iron. A couple of other things that exemplified his strength in my child's mind was the fact that he wore short sleeve shirts all year round, including the winter. It seems like every Christmas we would purchase him a light jacket or a sweater as a gift, but he very rarely utilized any of those sweaters or light jackets. He simply had a high tolerance for cold weather, but thank God we never experienced any dangerously cold weather in our neck of the woods. My dad also wore steel toe boots with metal heel taps and those heel taps made a lot of noise. You could literally hear him coming a block away before you could see him. And it was something about those steel toe boots with the metal heel taps in my child's mind that made my father even more mighty, manly, tougher with stamina, physically strong, fearless, confident, robust, energetic, determined, unrelenting, resilient, decisive, and valiant. I love you, Dad-Dad. Beautiful people. As I previously referenced, professional athletes and bodybuilders, and even strong men like my beloved father, they all get weak and weary from time to time. Their bodily energy becomes thoroughly drained, their emotional strength becomes depleted, their endurance is exhausted, and they have to stop and take a break. But we serve a good God, a good God whose energy, Strength, power, and endurance have no limits. We serve a God who never ever gets weak, washed out, worn out, burnt out, or weary. We serve an unparalleled God, the Almighty who has all power and is able to do any and all things except fail. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 31 tells us, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. For those of you who do not know, eagles are very unique birds, and they're noted for their strength, their keenness of vision, and for their powers of flying at a very high altitude. And they also live a relatively long life Beloved, we serve a God who's able to restore, revive, reconvert, re stimulate, reanimate, rearouse, rekindle, rejuvenate, reinvigorate, re equip, reignite, remotivate, refortify, recharge, and re energize us. We serve a God who's able to strengthen us where we're weak, build us up, and make us stronger and stronger and stronger. But we must wait calmly on the Lord with a delightful spirit and wait expecting God to renew our strength and carry us through whenever we encounter tough times. The Lord will give you the tenacity and capacity to hang tough without throwing in the tower and giving up. He'll give us the willpower to remain firm on the difficulties without yielding. When we wait calmly on the Lord, In due time, he'll give us the strength to soar like eagles and rise above our heartaches and pains, our trials and tribulations, our struggles and troubles, our perils and anxieties of living with economic pressure and limited opportunities and resources. When you wait calmly on the Lord, if it's in his will, he'll help you to rise above kidney failure, lupus, Leukemia and depression, the Lord is able to eliminate, eradicate and end epileptic seizures. The Lord is able to help you and heal you from HIV. He's able to release, remove and rid your body of rheumatoid arthritis. He'll dismantle and deliver your body of diabetes. He's able to cast cancer completely out of your body where it will cease to exist. No more. Ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, the Lord has not forgotten about you doing the twist, turns, and forts along the path of life. We must always rely on his power, his might, and his strength. He hasn't brought you this far to leave you. The Lord can and he will deliver you from the weight of the stress, hardships, and difficulties that you're facing in your life. But you must realize that God does not operate on our timetable. Even though he can, God doesn't always move at the snap of a finger, the drop of a dime, or the blink of an eye. Whether he moves quickly or slowly, it's on his time and according to his will. So learn to wait calmly on the Lord with great expectations to bring forth a positive change to your situations and your surroundings. When your strength is depleted and it becomes a bit too much for you to keep on running this race, pray and ask God to re-energize you. Read your Bible. Look up verses about finding strength to keep you motivated and learn how to navigate the tough times. Allow me to say, while you're waiting on the Lord, please don't attempt to resolve things your way or be misled by others. And don't you get impatient and frustrated and separate yourself from God. The last thing you should want is to complicate matters more. Who knows, your way might work or it might not work, but things are 100% guaranteed to and certain to work if you wait calmly upon the Lord because he knows what's best for you. The Bible tells us that Jacob loved Rachel beyond measures, so much so he worked for her father Laban for 14 years in order to marry her. Instead of Jacob looking to God for a solution, he looked to man. Ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, that's a no-no. Let us always seek God for solutions and wait calmly on him to answer, because man and woman will fail you. They might deceive you, trick you, mistreat you, misguide you, cheat you, play upon you for his or her own advantage, but the Lord would never fail you, nor will he forsake you. As I began to wrap up this motivational message, allow me to encourage you today. If you feel like the Israelites felt and like god is unreachable and that he's unaffected unmoved or unbothered by your unpleasant and undesirable circumstances let me reassure you that god loves you beyond compare and he can and he will work things out for your good and his glory his delay does not mean his denier so don't be dismayed when the light at the end of the tunnel seems so far away. If things look scary and your problems seem too impossible to be solved, be reminded that God is the ultimate problem solver and that things, all things are possible with Him. Beloved, God's love is your strength and your power and it will sustain you even during your darkest, despondent, despairing, and hopeless hours. So never ever allow your current conditions to control your destiny. Always wait calmly on the Lord, looking forward to his promise of answered prayers. And always believe, trust, and never doubt that the Lord will work things out. Until next time, be reminded, the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of our God shall stand forever. May God bless you and keep you.